Yo, 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 what is going on, y'all? This, once again, is myself. I'm Anthony. Along with me, I have Isaac today. Unfortunately, no Breon. Hopefully, we'll be having him back with us next week. But, um, we're going to be focusing on um, a few things here. We have uh, some football news, as usual. We have, we're going to talk about Michael Vick and uh, how people just need to let go of what happened almost 15 years ago. Also, we're going to talk some Nipsey Hustling, whether he was a legend or not, and uh, we'll see where things go from there. How you doing today, Isaac? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Life's good. Life's great. Um, man. We going to talk about the Cowboys today? I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave the cat. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. But uh, we definitely be talking about the Seahawks in a few minutes here. So just stick around, and we will be right back with you. All right, so we're going to start with uh, football. Uh, starting with the game, the, the most recent game, actually, on Monday night. The Seahawks hosted the Minnesota Vikings, in which they won 37-30, to 30, avoiding a fourth-quarter comeback by Kirk Cousins, or uh, as we know him, Kirk family member. Russell Wilson uh, threw for 240 yards, had two touchdowns, and an interception that was uh, very interesting because he kind of was trying to bat the ball down, but ended up tipping it up. Just enough time for the, uh, I want to say it was a linebacker. Let me go get his name correct. Uh, No, the free safety, Harris. Anthony Harris, who took it back to the house for a pick six. Uh... Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins also threw an interception, but that wasn't really his fault. Uh, Stephon Diggs had it in his hand, dropped it out, and it was intercepted. So, big interception there by uh, Trey Flowers. Uh, I know you said that you didn't really see this game, but any thoughts on what you on what you uh, heard about or listened to about this game? Uh, from what I heard, I learned that uh, I learned that DK Metcalf's hands are just for decoration. No, I'm gonna need him to stop fumbling at key points uh, in games. Well, uh, either his hands are—I know his hands are either just for decoration, and he also has butterfingers. Like he that. played um, so well. Besides that, besides that fumble, six catches, 75 yards, really stepped up with Tyler Lockett doing absolutely nothing. Three targets, uh, no catches. I also learned that uh, I learned from that from the game. I also learned that um, Kirk Cousins is. Huh. Uh, I also learned that Kirk Cousins he's not. He's not. He's not a bad quarterback. He's really not. He's he's very. Uh, he's not good when he's down. Put it that way. You know what I mean. I wouldn't blame this game on him though. And, and, I'm not and, blaming it on him. Trust me. I'm not, I'm not I think I think he played as good as he, as good as he possibly could, given the circumstance he was up against. Uh, Stephon Diggs, he would he went down uh, early early in the second half, 
And even when he was playing, Stefan Diggs was he was held in check, dropped the pass that uh, led to an interception. Uh, no, uh, no Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook uh, went out. So for for all for all the circumstances, I think the, really if you want to blame anybody for this game, blame the defense. Yeah, what else? I'm trying to think of what else I'm wearing. I'm wearing like so the DK Metcalf tans just for decoration. He has butterfingers. I learned that. Uh, that's what I learned. Like I said, I learned Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback. I also learned that. Uh, hmm. I also learned that that uh, the NFC West is really is going to be a, is going to be a very very tight lineup. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very tight in the clutch. Let's think about it. The 49ers and the Seahawks have to play one more time. So that could very well determine the conference right there. Oh, yeah. The division. Probably will. And yeah, easily, you guys are definitely meeting in the playoffs. Yeah. I would love to meet them again in the playoffs. Yeah. Also, uh, can we talk a little college football later? Yeah, we'll get to college football too. But uh, I wanted to ask you a question. And I, I want well before we even get to uh, more games. All right, so we're sitting here. There are I want to say five teams tied for the top record in the um, league. You have the Seahawks, the 49ers, uh, the Ravens, Patriots, and, and the Saints. The Saints. All 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 five teams are sending two. Which team do you think is the better of the ten and two, and which one is the worst of the ten and two? Are you saying out of the Ravens, the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Saints, and the Patriots? Yes. The best, the best is the Ravens because they faced the top two teams in the league at the time. They faced both the 49ers and beat them and they faced not only did they beat them well, they, faced, they played the 49ers and, well they just played the 49ers and they like edged that out yeah because well, you saw that game right oh yeah it was real close exactly and then they played the Ravens and the Ravens played the Patriots and made the Patriots look like they made the Patriots look like every other team they made the Patriots look you know, like what the Texans we, made them look like <laughs> Exactly. We'll, we'll get there in a second, too. If you know anything about the Patriots, they're not just any other team. Well, this season, they are any other team because you saw how they've been playing. So the worst, the best is the Patriots. The best is the Ravens, excuse me. And the worst, because, like I said, the, 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 Raven, the Ravens are the best 10-2 team because they played, because they've been playing, they played the top two of the other top teams and beat them. Mm-hmm. Unless they played the Seahawks, too. Did they play the Seahawks this year? Who? The Ravens. Oh yeah, they beat us. Oh, see, there you go. Three. So they play three of the top five teams, ten and two teams in the league, and beat mm-hmm. the Ravens. And obviously, and pretty much, they've beaten the three strongest teams. The Ravens. The Ravens have beaten the Niners, the Patriots, and the Seahawks. Now, because the Saints, we all know the Saints. How the Saints are. Drew Brees is, you know, Drew Brees is gonna Drew Brees. Facts. You know what I mean? And the, like the he add on, they have the best receiver in the game. Yeah, the same. The thing about the Saints is they're 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 a unchanging consistency. You know what I mean? They they're, they've always been an offensive juggernaut, and that has yet to change. That well, the last time they weren't an offensive juggernaut, 
Aaron Brooks is their quarterback. So what I mean by that is like the Saints are like the Saints are unchanging, meaning like they're consistent. They don't have to change because their their defense is enough to hold them when they need it and their offense is good enough to keep them in the game. Right. Their offense and defense are solid enough to where they don't to where nobody has to question them. Right. You know, because think about it, nobody questions the Saints' defense. Nobody's questioning their offense. Nobody's questioning their defense because of who they have on defense. And nobody's questioning their offense because they have, like, the solid offense. And they've always had that since Drew Brees got there. You know what I mean? Right. So, there's that. But, yeah, the best, to me, the best is the Ravens. The worst is the Patriots. And honestly... Honestly, and I'm and I'll die on this hill. I don't. The Patriots aren't going back to the Super Bowl. I'm not. I'm not going to say that. You can say that all you want to. I'm going to be very cautious about saying that. I'm not saying that out of bias. I'm saying that because, now granted, I don't like the Patriots, but I'm saying that out of if you look at the way they're playing, people have figured out the riddle. Have they? Because you got to remember. Uh, well, obviously they have because usually usually they take like maybe they'll take one L, a couple of L's late in the season. But the way they've taken these L's, it, think about it, the Cowboys almost beat them. Yeah, but you got to remember this has been the Patriots' mo for a while. They're, they they I, I can't I can't even think of a season where they didn't get whooped like crazy in some game during the season, whether it be early. Like they got walloped by a uh, Kareem Hunt, a Kareem Hunt led Chiefs in his debut, in his NFL debut. Remember that game, right? How Kareem Hunt just like went crazy. They got walloped, so they 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 have a tendency to have that game where it's like, oh here here it is, in the Tom Brady. Yeah, I know you're saying postseason Tom Brady is different from regular season Tom Brady. But here's something else: what if Lamar, what if postseason Lamar Jackson is way better than regular season Lamar Jackson? Well, there's only one way to find out, and so far we haven't seen that because the one, the one example we have so far wasn't a pretty one. Now, granted, he was running a totally different. He was running a totally different scheme, running that West Coast scheme that uh, definitely you saw it showed his weaknesses. But now the scheme that they're running now, you don't see that. And like all you heard about the 49ers, might as well just say how they beat the 49ers. But all you heard about the 49ers, they're going they're to stop the, they're going to make him throw from the pocket. They're going to make him throw from the pocket. Don't let him run. What happens? He runs all over them. Over a hundred yards. Granted, he did fumble the ball, but that's besides the point. When you look at the fact that he had over a hundred yards, and is going to break records, one hundred and one yards to be a second touchdown. So it, it, it's real. That that is a really good point that you bring up. If, what if Lamar is? What if what if playoff Lamar is a different animal? Because we saw we we know what Tom is about, but we'll see. Bro, Falaba is talking on impact. Huh? I'm sorry. I know they went. Off, I know that went off the rails a little bit. But I just <laughs> saying Falaba cut like a legit promo on impact. Okay. It's very weird. Sorry. <laughs> it was off the rails. Uh, continue. All right. So uh, let's continue. So let's look at some more. Let's look at some more scores here. 
Oh, you think the best I actually agree with what you're saying. I'm, I'm going to say the uh, the best is definitely. I, I don't know how anybody at this point can say that the Ravens are not the best team. Like, how how are you going to say they're not? They beat. Like I said, they played three of the best teams in the in the Saints, and they played three of the best teams in the Seahawks, the Patriots, and the Niners, and defeated them all. So, and defeated and defeated two of them very very handedly. Yes. That was that was our worst loss. The last one they clutched out. Let's be honest, they clutched out that last one. Yeah. And I think they had some time. That was a really close one because I was on the edge with that game. So I, I think if if it comes down to that being the Super Bowl, I think that'll be a very entertaining game. Of course it would. It'd be a great Super Bowl. And I, and I, and I know people don't like the lower scoring games, the seventeen twenty. They were like, oh, that's boring. No, but I, I love defense. I love so I love what like Brianna tell you, my favorite one of my favorite games was a six six tie on Monday night football between no, was it Monday night or Sunday night? I think it was a Sunday night game. Six six tie between us and Arizona. Somebody overtime just had me going crazy. Even though all that happened in that overtime was three midfield goals. Three missed field goals in overtime. No, my, my fault. It was two made field goals and three missed. Was the kicker's name Nick Folk? Uh, no, the kicker's name was uh, Blair Walsh and uh, Chandler Catanzaro. Oh, what? No, it wasn't Blair Walsh. It was Steven Hauschka. Oh. Because we made the playoffs that year. The, the, the year after that, we had Blair Washington. He kicked us out of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with that story. Blair Wash kicked us out of the playoffs. Don't at me. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of playoffs, even though we missed the playoffs one of those years, Russell Wilson is the only quarterback to have had a winning season. In the first of his eight career seasons, so every year he's won at least nine games. Wait, how long has he been in the league? Eight. This is his eighth season. It's crazy. I, it feels like it's been like three. Actually, no, no, because I remember when he was. Like, I remember watching him in college. So I remember him beating Kirk Cousins in college too. <laughs> See how things go full circle? Oh, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, Wisconsin. Well, because Michigan State's always been terrible. Well, they made it to the Rose Bowl, so. Yeah, but still. I don't remember. I remember. But, yeah, it's it's crazy how he's already at year eight. And he's talking about he wants to play till he's 45, at least. Well, I hope he does. Oh, yeah, he's at this point. I don't think there is a debate with me or any Seahawk fan. I think he is the greatest Seahawk quarterback of all time. Well, you don't have a lot to compare him to, though. Uh, yeah, we do. We, really don't. we have Matt Hasselbeck. Really, that's your argument. Uh, he led us to a Super Bowl. Jim Zorn was pretty uh, good too. He wasn't a good coach. Pretty good. Dave Craig had his moments. The fact is, Anthony, how many you can name on one hand 
the great Seahawks quarterbacks. You can't Jim sit Jordan here and, and tell me back. you can't sit here and tell me any of those names are really that great in comparison to the same quarterbacks in their eras. Oh no no no. This is why Russell Wilson's the best of them all. Now when it comes to our running backs, we got a little debate there. Yeah, but think about it. Every team, every team, every dynasty, every team that had a dynasty, including the 80s Bears, had great running backs. Oh, sweetness. Oh, man, that's crazy. Former uh, Intercontinental Champion, just like one of my uh, posts again. That's dope. It's cool being friends with people on Facebook. Cool. But but you see what I'm saying, Anthony? Like, when you talk about the Seahawks, no disrespect to the Seahawks, because I am, I'm going to remain unbiased. They don't have a lot of lineage to go on. Well, we don't have as many years as the Cowboys. I'm sorry. Uh, well, the Cowboys only had three good quarterbacks. I mean... Yeah, we, uh, we really did. Romo... The legacy guy. Romo, Aikman, Staubach. Okay. No, we're talking, yeah. about, we're talking about... We're talking about, you know, lineage. Uh, Romo... Romo didn't really have... Didn't really have that. He's a good quarterback, but... Uh, let me let me be honest. You go back in the history books. What the when you say when you say great Cowboys quarterbacks, how many how many people in twenty years are going to say Romo? They're going to say Aikman, Stallback, and there was uh, another. I will fight. I will fight in the hill by myself for Romo. But that's your person. That's not actually in standing. That really really don't don't add up to the Aikman because Aikman had a good team. He wasn't really actually that great a quarterback. He just. He connected the ball where it needed to go. And he had a good team, good line to block for him. When he lost that line, it showed how great he really was. He did He did uh, lose the uh, Cowboys a few games, though. He did. Oh, here we go. Guys, hang on. Rosemary, say good. Rosemary, say good. Everybody shut up. But that's go ahead. What, go ahead. That's what I'm saying, Anthony. You know, Russell is, is, is really the best of all time for the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. I want to run through some more scores here. Um, before I, I, I want to focus on another game, but I want to run through some few scores before Isaac gets back in. Uh, let's see. The Broncos beat the Chargers off of a uh, very interesting uh, pass interference call that led to a field goal. Them Gruden grinders got blown out by the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, 40-9. The Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. Save the Cowboys by getting defeated by the Miami Dolphins of all teams. <laughs> Can I just say the fucking Dolphins are winning all the games they shouldn't? Uh, yes. Yeah. This, this year they beat every major like record team they fought. They got a win over, and they shouldn't even be winning. They, they should be. They should be winless. Uh, Can we talk about how the fact there are there are no more winless teams with the fact that the Jets allowed the Bengals to beat them? Granted, they did put the their starter back in. Andy Dalton did play the this game. Terrible. They're ter- they, they're a te- they, like they're terrible, but then they'll come out and beat teams that they shouldn't, like the Cowboys or whoever else they beat. Yeah, that's 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 like that's like the thing. Like I'm gonna say another Football. team that had that. There's another there's another team that had that for 20 years. The Detroit Lions. It's it's football. And any given Sunday, you never know what's going to happen. The Lions, but the Lions, like they had a, a career for twenty two years. 
of never winning any games that they should, and they beat every major Super Bowl comp- competition team for the course of 20 years. In fact, the Super Bowl champion Cowboys, every hot damn year, they could beat them, they could beat the Broncos, they could beat every major team that was going to be there. But they couldn't win a game to save their life any other time. Super. And do you know what that? Do you know what that team feels like? What the Lions felt like? They felt like Tony Romo's Cowboys. They only won. They only won games that they actually felt motivated to play. True that. Here, I'm and, benching and I, DK Metcalf because his hands are just for decoration. Hey, he put up good points though. Don't don't just bench because he fumbled. Do you, do you, does he lose much fumbles? No, I don't think so. But so he he did he did you well. I, Debo Sam. I'm keeping Debo Sam. But I'm pretty sure he put up more points than Debo, didn't he? Hang on, let me check. Let me look at. Let's look at this. Isaac, I got a question for you. Yes. Tony Romo's Cowboys. Do you can you tell me for one minute that the whole time that they were playing that he was the quarterback there, their whole team didn't feel like just undisciplined, unfettered mess. No. No. I'm not saying that because I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm saying that because you're wrong. You were not. We were, we were probably... That team, when he was the quarterback, I literally don't remember us... Like, I don't remember us being in a position where we're at right now. Where, where we were wondering about our coach's job. Like, well, I don't that's, remember that. That's the owner. That's not really the team. Well, still... The I remember us. I remember us being like, we were, we were not in the spotlight. We were only in the spotlight when we were winning or losing games. You know, we weren't in the spotlight for whatever To was doing, but it was always like positive. Even when To was with us, he stayed out of the spotlight. You know. Well, the only person that can stay in the spotlight forever is Jerry Jones for the Cowboys. <laughs> it's yeah. not lying, though. <laughs> like the dude has to be over like he has to have a press conference immediately after the game nobody can talk to the press before Jerry like so Jerry Jones is the Vince McMahon of the NFL he's not gonna change he's not uh, he's probably gonna have that job until they, he's, the, the, the Dallas Cowboys are the WWE of the NFL they're, they're like whether they're good or bad they're always gonna be at the forefront of everything football related yes but however this time we're like we're like Right in the middle, you know. Like you're good, or bad. Yes. Speaking of the Cowboys, well, might as well go ahead and get to this game. The only difference between us and w- the Cowboys and WWE is that we are like consistent, and, and we have consistency. We have consistency and continuity. Do you have consistency? All right, we have continuity. He, no, no, Anthony, they do. They consistently score penalties. Well, you you consistently don't show me who you are because this team I'm looking at right now should be and should be in the conversations of the ten and twos, but sit at six and six after starting three and zero. Oh, they went uh, three and six since those three games, losing six to nine. Like I said, we have we have we have continuity, right? That's why I would send in my consistency statement. We have continuity. There we go. I can do with that. Continuity. You know what I mean when I say have continuity, yeah. right? 
there's a one difference between us and the Cowboys and WWE. We have continuity, whereas WWE, they're all over the place every week. Except NXT. NXT has continuity because they know what they're doing. Because well, Triple H runs and Vince doesn't. That's proof. Exactly. So, well, well, let's get to this. Let's get to this Bills uh, Cowboys game here. Uh, Josh Allen just had his way. Can we not talk about this game? Can we actually talk about this game? Can we not? Can we talk about some yeah. college football? Or are we gonna get to that later? No, matter of fact, let's get to college. Let's get to college. Let's get to college. Cause we got like seven minutes before I gotta uh, move to the next segment. Alright, um, here's the thing. So they announced the new rankings, the new college football rankings. Okay, for those, first of all, for those who don't know, uh, Auburn defeated Alabama this past Sunday, this past Saturday. And yes. It was, awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. If you didn't see it, there's a problem because it was awesome. Uh, because their kicker is doing the clown. Did you see that game? Uh, I, I watched some of it. Did you see the ending? Uh, no, because I was kind of like at uh, Top Golf. Okay. Well, uh, like I said, their quarterback is doing the clown. The Alabama's kicker had a chance to win the game, had a chance to tie the game, and he bounced it right off the goalpost. Right off the goalpost in, in comedic fashion. It was really funny. And it was even funnier watching all the Alabama fans, watching all the color drain from the Alabama fans, the faces of the Alabama fans. It's such as a they realize that their chance of making the playoffs fade away and classify itself as obsolete. Obsolete! Yeah, I see what they did there. But yeah, that's, that's, that's how awesome it was. So, here are the new college football rankings, and this should surprise absolutely nobody. Uh, the new top 25 is OSU, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia. After that loss, Alabama went from 5th all the way down to 12th. Yes! Out of the playoff. Out of the playoff. All they had to do was win. All they had to do was beat Alabama. All Alabama had to do was beat Georgia. Stay in the playoff hunt, even though they were 5th. Although, and although they probably weren't going to get in the playoff anyway. No, they weren't going to. They weren't going to get in anyway because, because Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia beat everybody they faced everybody they beat the respective teams they faced they beat all of them they beat all of them um, by uh, at least three touchdowns yeah all of them I feel like there would be some underhanded way that uh, Bama would have got in over Georgia because you know how that goes well, that's the thing, and that's the thing. That's what they were arguing about. So I just showed this morning that they were arguing about that. They're saying like Alabama might get in, shouldn't, doesn't belong in there, but they might get in based on reputation. Because if you ask America, who are the top four teams that are capable of winning the national championship? People are going to say Alabama. And like, normally I would be inclined to believe you. I would be like, yeah, that's that's you know. But there's no two right. Yeah, well, that, and it's not even that, but here's the thing, but that's the excuse, that's the excuse Bama fans are going to make, because they're like, they're like Patriots fans, Bama fans are like Patriots fans, they're going to say, well, yeah, you beat us, but Tom Brady was off, 
Yeah, you beat us, but our defense, our offensive line was injured. No, y'all were just bad. That's the people excuse. That's the thing about the excuse people are gonna make about Alabama. It's like, oh well, we didn't have two. It's like, but y'all are Alabama. <laughs> y'all are Alabama. It shouldn't matter. Y'all are a they're all a all-American uh, football superstar production machine at that college. Like, it shouldn't matter who your quarterback is. Everybody else should be able to step up and do whatever it takes to make sure they pull that off. You know? So, that, that's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. But either way... OSU, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia. I'm satisfied with that playoff. Oh, yeah. And the best part is, it's not even set in stone. It could easily change in this last week. Oh, yeah. This week is championship week. This week is championship week. And here are the games we got. So Utah versus Oregon for the Pac-12 championship. That's Friday. Uh, Baylor and LSU for the Big 12. Baylor and uh, Oklahoma for the Big 12 championship. Uh, Louisiana and Appalachian State for the Sunbelt Conference Championship. Nobody cares about that. Right. Uh, no offense to either of those schools, but come on. Uh, although Appalachian State State is ranked at a uh, 21 at 11-1, so just saying. And for those who don't know who Appalachian State is, Appalachian State is a team that went to the big house in Michigan and beat Michigan the first week of the season and surprised the entire college football world. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. Still so- I think we were still in middle school. Yeah, it was, it was a complete shock to everybody. Um, Cincinnati versus Memphis for the American Athletic Conference. Georgia LSU for the SEC Championship. For the SEC Championship, Hawaii versus Boise State for the Mountain West. Virginia versus Clemson for the ACC Championship. Ohio State with Wisconsin for the Big Ten Championship. So that's how it looks. Got it, that's got how. Oh, and the Army Navy game is coming up, but you know. But yeah, Ohio State, Wisconsin, uh, Virginia, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, and Baylor, Oklahoma. Now, based on the analysis that I heard today, they said if somehow, somehow, Utah and Baylor can somehow work their way in there. I know Utah can because Utah is number five. So, they probably won't get in, but somehow, if somehow, like, Wisconsin, oh, if somehow Wisconsin can beat Ohio State, um, you know, they can get in. But there's no way, to me, there's no way, there's no way those top four are changing. You're right. But uh, we're going to go ahead and move on here. Uh, when we come back, actually, I want to um, get mad for a little bit because... Uh, Y'all need to let things go. So, stick around. I was going to say, don't get mad, get glad. No, we get mad. (laughs) All right, so, as we know, once upon a time, Michael Vick did something very, very bad. He, no... He wasn't actively killing, fighting dogs. He uh, he had his friends and family, I believe, who were using his house as a dog fighting ring. So he took the, he just 
took it like as it, as if he did it all by himself. Didn't didn't rat anybody out, nothing like that. Just like yeah, I'm just sit this out like an idiot. Did his time, paid his debt to society, changed his ways. Because obviously, if he didn't change his ways, he'd probably be back in jail to this day. But nope, he is on Fox. He's on he, Fox, he's on Fox as a. Uh, Let me say, if you want us looking for Michael Vick, you can find him on Fox Sunday at eleven. Fox Sunday at eleven. He's on two hours, but have separate shows. He's on FS1 all the time, uh, especially yeah. on um, I listen to Undisputed um when I work out. He's up there a lot, so he's definitely yeah. around. So here's the uh, news that just came out recently. Michael Vick was back in the news this weekend after the NFL announced that he would be one of the four captains for the 2020 Pro Bowl. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. But that's not where things get bad. That's not where things get bad. There is currently a petition circulating with more than 4,000 signatures demanding that the NFL rescind this honor. And who? Say one more time. There is it currently a petition circulating uh-huh. with more than four thousand signatures demanding that the NFL rescind this honor. Why, though? I will continue reading. At the there turn of the century, Michael Vick was one of the catalysts for the resurgence of Atlanta Falcons, making dazzling play after dazzling play. Vick was starting to break the mold of what it meant to be a successful quarterback in the NFL. Now we have Lamar Jackson. But that's not that was what was putting the ads out of that. Later on, during his tenure with the Falcons, Vic got into tr- some trouble with the law, due to being involved with the dogfighting ring in which he was sentenced to 21 months in prison, and put his successful career on hold. There is a difference. Care. I don't mean to cut you off. Where's, what site are you reading this from? Uh, this is from bloggingdirty.com. I was gonna say, you know, make sure it's from like a reliable source. You know I mean? No, no, no. I've seen the. I've I've literally seen the petition. Okay, right. make sure I was making sure it's not reading from like kayfabe news or a kayfabe news site. No, no, no. Right. This is like legit. All right, cool. So there is a difference between okay. forgiveness and forgetting something happened. No one should ever forget what Michael Vick did when he was convicted of. But it's time to forgiveness to take place. Mike paid right. his debt to society and paid back every monetary fine and debt he had. Instead of taking the easy way out, Mike Mike took responsibility for his evil actions, which many do not. It is now 2019, and yet people still hold on to what Vic has done. He is one of many NFL players that have gotten in trouble for, with the law, but yet his name gets brought up more than anyone else's. In 09, Dante Star Wars struck and killed a person while speeding, and it was later found out that he was under the influence and received a sentence. He got less than what Vic got. I remember that. Uh... Even LT was charged with having sex with a minor and received six years of probation, but no one makes a sound about it. What is up, Virginia people? Oh, uh, this is not in here, but uh, you remember uh, Ben Roethlisberger and his rape cases that he just settled outside of court? He wasn't acquitted. He settled outside of court, so you know he did it. But nobody wants to bring up the fact that Mike, that uh, Ben Roethlisberger did that. I'm, just, I'm done reading that. Now I'm going to get mad. Go ahead, buddy. All right, so I was scrolling through my Facebook because for the last week, this is all I've been seeing. People talking about Michael Vick out of the blue. I'm like, why are we talking about Michael Vick? I didn't know until like two days ago why, and I saw that he was uh, announced for the Pro Bowl. So 
everybody's sitting here saying that, oh, he's a dog killer. He's still, like, he, they're saying, like, he's still actively out here killing dogs. So, when a person does something and they change their ways, like, he's obviously changed his ways because he's doing better for himself. He's even countless, on countless occasions, talked about how he's come out and made those necessary changes. He even said earlier this year that he still has moments where he he still questions why he even did what he did. So here's a, here is a individual who the system worked perfectly for. He did his time. He's come out. Got a second chance in the NFL. Obviously, people were mad about that. Made, it came back out and still was able to get right back on track. Had a few great seasons with Philadelphia. Uh, was responsible for that uh, that comeback that led to the uh, the miracle at the uh, New Meadowlands. Remember that big uh, punt return from uh, Deshaun Jackson that was led up by Michael Vick's comeback. Yeah, Mike, Mike Vick started that comeback, and then um, Deshaun Jackson just finished it off. So he had he had a, a few great seasons with Philadelphia, made a Pro Bowl on a few occasions, has worked with the uh, I forget what I forget what uh, organization it is, but it's for uh, humane treatment of uh, animals. So he's doing work with them. Do you think that if they didn't if they didn't trust this man, they would have him working with them? They would not. So if they're able to trust this man to work and do things with them to push this forward and show people that he realizes I was wrong, this isn't just a I'm sorry I got caught. He is legitimately sorry for what he did. A, a sorry I got caught person would have went right back out of jail and went right back to doing what he was doing. That's not the case with Michael Vick. He's obviously changed everything he's doing, making the necessary changes, made the necessary changes in his life, and is doing so much better for himself. Hopefully, he gets his brother in check. I don't know what he's up to nowadays, but that's besides the point. <laughs> it's just the fact that I've had to go on my social media, mainly Facebook, and see people. I just want to stay off Facebook, bro. And, and look, there's some things up there I can't. I. I, I I have reasons I'm on Facebook because some things are just hilarious. But when I see things like this, it gets mad. Oh, and this is why I have podcasts. But to see people say that he's still a POS, he's still a, a terrible person. He was a terrible person. You cannot live off of what somebody did over a decade ago. Isaac, I don't, I don't think I knew who you were yet. No. That's how, that's how long ago this was. This was in April of 07. We didn't meet until we we really didn't really meet until uh let's say June of 07. So a few months prior to us even knowing who we who we were. No, because we met we met sixth grade, right? Well, we didn't really talk in sixth grade because you were in one bell of band, I was in the other bell. You were with the Woodwinds. Yes, yes, but then um. We really connected in um in the summer program. Yeah, the class, seventh grade, seventh grade. Though. Yeah, we we connected in the summer program, at, uh, Western Branch Middle. No, I was gonna say seventh grade though. But no, this happened in 07, April 07. Oh, you're right. So we did know each other. My fault. Doesn't matter. We just we we had just became friends. Like yes, we were just then, like new friends. But then, but 
But then, like, seventh grade, then we didn't really hit it off until Summer Bridge. Right. So, is the thing is, this happened almost, what, 15, about almost 15 years ago? You're talking over f- almost 15 years ago, and people are still mad at this. Meanwhile, Ben Roethlisberger, I want to say it was two charges that he said outside of court of rape? Yep. Nobody nobody wants to come out and say, oh, Ben Roethlisberger's a rapist. They do it to Michael Jackson. His his court case got uh, acquitted. He was acquitted of his. And he still called that man a rapist. Yeah. Rapist, pedophile. Uh, all that stuff. But we, we, we're not going to sit here and, and keep that same energy towards guys whose court cases were not acquitted. They were set outside of court. Unless, and, and he was suspended for it. The, the second one, at least. And people and, and look, I'm pretty sure Ben Roethlisberger has changed his ways. I'm pretty sure he's a lot more mature, and and he doesn't he doesn't need to have that on his on his shoulders. And the same energy goes to Michael Vick. This is not something that I'm going to just keep throwing at his face. Oh, you kill dogs. Uh, you're you're mean to dogs. What about the what about those dogs? It's okay. You can you don't have to forget these things happen. I'm not telling you to forget. But for you to constantly bash it over his head every single time he gets something going for him. What if, what if the NFL wants to put him in the Hall of Fame? One, one day, they, it, it just might happen. Oh, oh Michael Vick, Michael Vick is, a, is inducted to the Hall of Fame. You're going to have this again 20 years down the road. That might, ha- that might not happen for another 5 to 10 years. And so you're going to have this issue... They let Ray Lewis in the Hall of Fame. You know the history of Ray Lewis. Oh, Ray Lewis. Lawrence Taylor's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, see, there you go. Wait, I'm, I'm going to make sure. Let me make sure before I say something wrong. But I really want to say Lawrence Taylor's in the Hall of Fame. And I was really about to get mad about Virginia people. Because you know he's from Virginia. Who? Lawrence Taylor. One of the greatest linebackers to ever put on a set of shoulder pads is from Virginia. From Winsburg. Wow. Uh, that happened in 2011. Was that? Uh, if he's not in the Hall of Fame yet, I'm pretty sure he will be. Yeah, well, um, I don't know what's that. I'm pretty sure if he, even if he does get elected, I have a feeling that they're going to uh, say something about it. Oh, I'm trying to find out. He's not in the Hall of Fame. I'm looking at it right now. So yet. Which I think it'll happen. He probably will get in, not now, but like he'll he'll get in. But here's my th- and that just going back to Michael Vick, it's time to let it go. The man has obviously done wrong. He's obviously understood that. Let him live his life. Like, you know, um, I thought about this. 
All right, I'm, I'm gonna keep going until you find until you figure out what you're about to say. But it, it's 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 really get to that point where every time, and I don't want to do this, but every time a a black person who may have done wrong at one point in his like in his yeah, or her yeah, life, yeah. that was a thought. That was literally my thought. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. It, it, so, a black person has done he done wrong. Nobody, nobody, nobody's defending what he's done. He can't even defend what he did. Yes. But at, at a certain point in life, you realize that you got to pick yourself up and say, that was stupid. Do better. He mm-hmm. said, that was stupid. Do better. And did better. And with him doing all that, there are going to be people who are going to say, you're stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid, even though you're not that person that you were 15 years ago. Totally different person. This isn't Michael Vick that was, and, and before even before this, he was getting a lot of trouble anyway. You remember he had that uh, water bottle that had uh, drug paraphernalia in it in the airport? Yeah. He was getting in trouble a lot. He flicked off a fan during the game. Like, that Michael Vick was a... He was destined for this. Like, he was destined to do something to get himself in that much trouble. A total different person when he came back. He got out of jail, went to went to the Eagles. You didn't hear about any of this stuff when he was at Eagles. I don't ever remember hearing anything negative coming from the Eagles camp while he was there. Not, in, not in Philly. Not, not in Pittsburgh. Not with the Jets. None of that. And then, and then the Falcons of all teams even brought him back and recognized him. Didn't they? Didn't they put him in the in, in the, um? Here's the thing. I think I think Falcons fans need to realize this: that nothing they have, they don't have the, the they don't have the fear. They don't have the resurgence. Falcons fans really need to realize. Falcons fans who don't who don't want to acknowledge Michael Vick need to realize this. None of you, none of y'all will have the the name value that the Falcons have without Michael Vick. Oh, definitely. Okay, so if there are Falcons fans out there who are like, man, I hate Michael Vick. Dude. I hate Michael Vick. All that's a. I need to realize nobody was talking about the Falcons until we got there. I had a Vick jersey. Yeah. Nobody was talking about the Falcons. Not a single soul was talking about the Falcons until Michael Vick got there. So, yeah, well, Matt, well, we got Matt Ryan now. He's like, well, Matt Ryan took y'all to a Super Bowl and then blew it. So, yeah. Yeah, y'all have Matt Ryan. Good luck with that dumpster fire. So, and then look at y'all now. What are they like? What, 2-9? and nine? What, what are they, 4-7, and seven, the Falcons are? Yeah, the point is, the point is, for everybody that's like tearing this down, it is literally the pinnacle of society where we're at right now. Right. Because we finally have a guy who played the hand he was dealt. 
he did what was he dealt with he dealt with his crime you know, all that he played the cards he went through the whole system you know served the time got out now he's back you know doing what he's doing and it's all good so the fact that people want to i would love to see i want to see somebody hold on to this for i want to can we put the same energy into these uh into these uh politicians that do the same thing i would love to see that but you know how that is Yeah, 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 you know, I'm just saying, you know, we could have the same energy to talk about a guy who didn't do anything, who didn't kill dogs, technically. You know, if we can have the same energy to hate on Michael Vick, how about we have the same energy to hate on the people who actually deserve our hate? Like neo-Nazis or pedophiles. Right. How do we put in that, you know? I'm going to make one last... One last statement, and then I'm gonna, uh, and I'm I'm gonna be done with it. Once I remember what I was gonna say. All right, so I was talking about the 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 jail system. What do people expect for people who come out of jail? Do they expect them to just sit around and do nothing because nobody wants to be bothered with them? How do you how do you make people understand? that you have to change your ways if you put them into a position where they have no other choice but to do what they did to get in jail. And this is, this is where our system is at now because you let people out and they don't know where to go at that point. So when you don't know where to go, what do you do? You do what you know, right? You go what you know. So when you have people that don't know what to do, they, they can't find, they can't find a job. They can't make any money. You need money to survive, people. Yes, these people were coming out of jails. Yes, they probably did some very, very terrible things. But at the end of the day, step one is to get them to uh, get them back on their feet, to hopefully show that they can be a positive impact on society. Michael Vick has done nothing but be a positive positive impact on society since being released from jail. For once, for once, I can actually say I look up to Michael Vick. You couldn't look up to Michael Vick in 2004, 2005, 2006. Like, the, like as great as he was, and I, I, I'm going to get heat for this. I'm going to say it on my podcast. I got heat for it saying it on Facebook. Lamar Jackson is a better, a better quarterback at this, period, at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. I will take Lamar Jackson over Michael Vick. At this point, when Mike Vick was uh, playing in his second season, easily. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna fight you on that. Eleven times out of ten, I'm taking Lamar Jackson. Second year, Michael Vick over Lamar Jackson, absolutely not. Give me Lamar Jackson every time. Why? Michael Vick even said himself he didn't study the defenses. Lamar Jackson knows what he's going up against. Lamar Jackson's doing stuff that Michael Vick would have never thought of doing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. One th- one big uh, place they stand out at is uh, <laughs> Vic- Lamar's a way better passer than Vic was. 
Michael Vick is I, I looked at my uh Lamar Jackson's uh completion percentage. Lamar Jackson completion his completion percentage now is better than any year Michael Vick had ever played. Nowhere close. The closest thing he had was like when his last season in Philly. No, his best year in Philly. He had 62%. Lamar is at like a 66. Did you not see him? Why do you think he won the Heisman? Lamar. Because he can throw. Like a monster. He may not have the arm Vic had, but when it comes to arm strength, give give me accuracy every day. Oh, yes. I'd rather take an accurate quarterback who has a decent arm than a a gunslinger who... (sighs) Yeah. Now, I will say... Why do you think you would take Drew Brees over over Phillip Rivers? Accuracy. Phillip Rivers has an arm. Phillip Rivers has an arm, but Drew Brees is accuracy. Now, I will say, uh, former WWE superstar Ezekiel Jackson asked me a good question uh, last week when I said this. He asked me, now, what do you think would have happened if Michael Vick had the offense and had the scheme that Lamar Jackson had, a scheme that fits his strengths rather than playing him in the West Coast? So I, I have to thank, I have to thank uh, Mr. Ezekiel Jackson uh, for that. What was the question? He asked me uh, – what do you think would have happened if Michael Vick had the the uh, scheme that fit him better, like what Lamar Jackson has? Because that's really what's making him shine. And you got you got to give a lot of credit to uh, Harbaugh for that. Because last year he was playing in that West Coast scheme, and it, it wasn't really he wasn't great. He was he was fifty eight percent. Six touchdowns, three interceptions, but really played terrible in that wild card game against the uh, Chargers until the fourth quarter. By the way, here can I mention something right quick? Yeah, uh, your 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 team's TD celebrations are unparalleled. We got some goats on our team. I, I love it. Like out here practicing. Practicing new edition and all that. Y'all are, y'all are, Yo, I, I love it. We so lit. Are y'all the same people who did the instinct touchdown? Yes. Okay, y'all. Okay, yes, y'all we were. Y'all got it. Y'all got it for the year. Then. Like nobody's gonna beat that. Nothing. And they're, and they're, they're doing all this stuff and still winning games. So I, I can't be mad, dog. Yes, like y'all. Yes, they have. I, I have to say this: this my the Seahawks this year have exceeded every expectation I had. I didn't even expect to be like this close to even winning the division. Like we were like neck and neck with the with the Niners, who I didn't expect to be this good either. I expected the I expect the Rams to be good. I expected the Rams to be better than what they are, but. Well, Jared, Jared Goof is uh, goofing it up right now. But uh, when we come back, I want to focus on some hip-hop. Well, we haven't really talked too much hip-hop lately, but uh, it's about a a uh, past uh, rapper and uh, whether he was a legend or not. So stick around. All right, so here we are. 
Uh, we're going to start with Nipsey Hussle. All right. So as you all know, Nipsey Hussle uh, was killed earlier this year. I Actually, the crazy part is, like, I found out while I was hanging out with Isaac and Breon. And uh, evidently, Whack 100, I don't know who this is. I'm sorry. And I, I might need my black card taken away from me for for a day if I if, if so. But I want to read what he said because he said he claimed that Nipsey Hussle is not a legend. And I guess he's talking about basically a legend in music. So this is what he says. When you call a spade a spade, they want to make a face card a spade. No, the question was legend in music. And because I'm not acting like the sheep following the others across the field, they find a way to distract you from the real topic, which was legend and music. Everything else doesn't concern me. I don't know the man's financial portfolio, nor do I care. But what I do know is the music stats. Uh, he uh, tagged T.I., you, you're, far, you're far from slow and yourself stated before. Wasn't the after. Now I'm going to let y'all mental midgets argue about that. Wack gonna stand strong and what he believed in and can prove with facts. The yes a master ish or I jump cause he jump ain't the ways of a standalone man. I can do this dance all day long. You know why? Cause that's deemed to be a legend in music. Has been documented for many, many moons. Now for the next 10 hours, I want to see you clowns go crazy about the man's words that you say ain't relevant. All right, so he said that after uh, a a big debate about he he claimed that he said that Nipsey Hussle is not a legend, basically in music. Uh, I want to read a few other things here. Uh, Ti tweeted the definition of a legend, and this is really what we're going to base our uh, debate here about this one here. A traditional story, sometimes popularly regarded as a historical, but all. That we're not gonna use that one. That's not what we're here for. An extremely famous or notorious person, especially in a particular field. Adjective very well known. Record sales. Then he uh, put this on an Instagram. Record sales says Nipsey all over. Record sales and number one hits ain't the only barometer for legendary status. Impact is what is important. Although his notoriety did grow exponentially more after this, after his demise, his impact is undeniable. Had to be said. Uh, so I know you probably don't, you didn't know too much about Nipsey Hussle prior to his death. I, uh, I I'm not gonna lie, and please nobody hate me for this. I had no idea who this guy was until Anthony told me something about him. Which I don't, I don't think that I don't think there's a reason to hate you for it. Because I think, in a sense, I kind of agree with Wack, and and in, in, in the stance of music alone. Let, let's not talk about his entrepreneurship. Let's not talk about his work in the hood and everything. How he's done for the hood there, because that's a whole different story. And I, I, I will get to that after I get to this. For you to call him a legend musically, I don't think you can. Granted, he was nominated for the Grammys last year before he was dead. And I said, uh, it was actually, I think, our first show. We uh, did it on Facebook Live. And I actually said on that show, 
he should have won the Grammy over uh, She Who Should Not Be Named. Well, I mean, She Who Should Not Be Named won, like, all the Grammys for no apparent reason. Popularity. Sheer popularity. Well, I know. That's, that's what, why, do you think, why do you think Eminem said the... There's a reason why Eminem said the, the Grammys are... That's why he doesn't go to the Grammys anymore. Cole, Cole Yeah, him too, because it's... Because there's no point. The Grammys are supposed... Here's the thing, people. The Grammys and the Academy Awards are designed to select the biggest, the best of the best. Okay? Now, movies are different. Because movies, it depends on what you like, honestly. And the thing about movies is movies aren't a popularity contest. Okay? Now... Am I going to say that the only reason I think they gave that movie, The Revenant, and I didn't see The Revenant, but I do think the only reason why DiCaprio got that Oscar is because we were saying, oh, there's a chance he can get it. And I've seen DiCaprio in better stuff where he probably deserved, and other movies where he deserved an Oscar, but did not get one. Namely, The Departed. I think he should have, I think that movie itself should have gotten an Oscar. I think DiCaprio should have gotten it. I think everybody in that movie should have gotten an Oscar, but they did. It's on with that, right? No, the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio had to wait that long to even get an Academy Award to show you something. Yes. My point is, about that is, movies are different, so it's not the same thing. But the thing is, the thing is, now, for another example, best of the best. In last year, if you remember, the movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse got that got the on Oscar. Why? Because that movie was awesome. And it was the best in its category. Music, however, music it's a popularity contest. Oh. Because because there is no reason. Now, I hate she who she, she will not be named, but I have listened to some of her stuff. And it is garbage. I'm telling you, it's garbage. I'm not saying it's garbage out of bias. I am telling stating a fact. It is garbage. It is what it is. Okay? There's nothing good about it. <laughs> it's it's not. It's not good. So best of the best should mean like you are the best at what you do, not you are the most popular at what you do. Okay? Because if that was the case, if it was, oh, it's, it's you get this award because you are the most popular at what you do. If that's the case, then Old Town Road should have gotten an Oscar. I mean, not an Oscar, a damn Grammy. But Whoa. that's the thing, because if you really want to look at who's the best of what you got. Put it this way, put it this way. If Old Town Road don't get, a, don't get a Grammy at the next Grammys, there's a problem. You're right, but here's the thing. You, you, you look at, and that's why, that's why it's an issue, because everybody wants to talk about the be- best hip-hop artists, but when nobody, nobody wants to ever mention Andre 3000 when, when, in a conversation best rappers. He's never mentioned. Nobody. Nobody. Not 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 even to think about it. He had probably one of the greatest rap songs ever. Well, he was part of one of the greatest rap songs. He had the greatest verse in hip hop, in my opinion. International players anthem. That see, see how easy that was to figure that out. Probably one of the greatest verses in hip hop. Goes to three stacks. You know who is? You know who's? You know who? You know who's in? You know who's top five? Andre three thousand is in. 
you know how many people, you know, two people, I can name you three, two people, Andre 3000 has, is in their top five. Mine. Well, of course, Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. That's two of the greatest lyricists right now. He's in both of their top fives. That's how good he is. And people say Eminem is the ghost. Like, yeah, but if Eminem is saying Andre 3000 is in his top five. Right. But when you, but people will say, Wayne, and look, I think Wayne was great at, 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 at that time. Prize him going to jail. Carter 2, Carter Wayne. 3, that, that's like legendary Wayne there. He had, and that's he right. had his flops. Don't get me wrong, he had plenty of flops. <laughs> what was it, uh, Rebirth? Trash. Outsiders dropped the world. The rest of the album was straight garbage. Oh yeah, drop the world with him and them. Great song. Only song that I liked in that album. Everything else, garbage. He's had plenty flops, but he he gets mentioned a lot, and he gets mentioned over three stats. Mm-hmm. I, I don't agree with that, but oh, it, yeah, it just comes down to that album. Wayne Wayne took over. He he took over more than a nine nine in two thousand. Okay. Can, can I state that I think uh, one thing that saves Wayne, the one song that saves Wayne, and it's the one song I always go back to because I keep playing it over my head. You know that one song, where you, that one rap song you hear and you replay it in your head and you just think about how genius oh, yeah. the metaphors are? Yeah. That song for me, for Wayne, and it's why I, I will always say Wayne should be always in the conversation, not in the top tier conversation, but in like the mid tier conversation. Like, it's six foot, seven foot. Oh, six foot, seven foot, a milli. Though, like, he was really on top of the game when it came to his his punchlines, his metaphors, all that stuff. He was just, like, spitting. And six foot, seven foot, those songs were just, like, nothing but throw a metaphor here, punchline there, laugh, punchline, punchline. And it works. And it worked and it flowed together because I, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, I was just just I was just thinking about the song. I was speaking the song, the lyrics of the song. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I was speaking the lyrics of the song and I was just like, you know, I just just uh I was just replaying it in my head and like like mine's so sharp I fuck around and cut my head off. <laughs> you know. Stuff like that. I was thinking about that. I was thinking like, uh, you know, he said, I speak the truth, but I guess that's a foreign language to y'all. And I call it like I see it. My glasses glass off. Yeah. Most of y'all didn't get a picture unless the flash is on. Flash is on, yeah. <laughs> then, no, my favorite part, here's the part I was like, he said, paper chaser, tell that paper, look, I'm right behind you. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. This, like, like lasagna, I was like, and you you see how like you just feed off of that, like and, and look, I agree. Wayne is definitely a. I, I wouldn't, I would not debate anybody. If they put him in the top tier. Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, and then and then I thought of I always do this with M too. I also do this with this dude named Token. I did this with M a lot too because M said. And this one song, Despicable, he said, uh, 
I uh, and this is probably the best transition. He he remixed. He did a freestyle called Despicable, where the first half he freestyled on Over on Drake's Over, right? Uh huh. And then the other half he remixed on on the same song. There was a transition, and it switched to you know that song Beamer Benza Bentley. Oh yeah, that song was dope too. All right. So here here's how he transitioned. He said <laughs> it was so fun. it was so good. He said, um, I reign supreme in this honky shit. There's like, there's no sense screaming and arguing. Makes no difference whether whether it's a beam, a Bentley, or a beamer's the car you win. And then it transitions into the B for beamer, Benzo Bentley. That's, that's pretty dope. I'm going to have to listen to that yeah. when I get off of here. Look up uh, Eminem Despicable. You got to look for it. You might find it on YouTube because it's not on title. So I, I checked. So. But yeah, especially if they're using like other people's songs, it's not gonna be out there. Yeah, and then uh, Token, Bob on the September, this dude named Token. I know I told you about Token before. He said, <laughs> he said, he said, um, you spit a spit of flow and everyone gets quiet out of amazement. You spit a flow, they get quiet because everyone hates it. You'll never work in the no no what no one of them, he, said, he said notice the flow he said notice the flow it is so explosive it's blowing a hole in the ocean like Moses. Mm. Yeah, and you know the, the guys like that, guys like Token, even Loot. I've been listening to Loot a lot lately. Uh, guys like that, they don't get a lot of, and I think a lot of it has to do with. It, it, it comes down to the commercial style of rap now isn't what the, these guys are producing, but they're doing such a great job at it that they have a good following. Like Token, uh, it was a it was a few other names I can't even think of right now that are. The thing about, the thing about Token is like he's young, hey, but he's been with some big guys. Like he had Tech Nine featured on his last album. Tech. See, I think people forget how big Tech is. Well, tech has been tech has been in the game for a while, like for forever. Tech has been in the game, you know. And he was, like I said, Tech Nine. Token's in here working with Tech, the Tech Nine. You know? But Tech, the thing about Tech is he he's like he's one of those guys that are like he's one of the greats, but he's like one of the like unsung greats. Like, no one's ever going to know. Nothing, like, no it, it's not that nobody's ever going to know, but, like, you got to be, a, like, a legit hip-hop head to, like, be like, oh, yeah, Tech, tech 9. Like, nobody just, like, walks around and talks about Tech 9 like that when, it, when you're talking about some of the greatest artists of hip-hop. No one bothers me. It's really going to bother me. Very good to be people. Most of the great songs that we hear now, like, years from now, they're going to be what – they're going to be – the songs we're hearing right now, people are gonna look at as like what, what how we look at how we look at Wu Tang now or NWA now, or even Grandmaster Flash before, my, even though that's way before my time, or Run DMC. We're gonna look at that stuff like these guys later and think of the same thing. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it it it, it always happens because they things change within the. Within the genre, at one point it we had you had guys like Dougie Fresh, Biz Marquis, 
then it went to a, a, a lot more of a gutter style, like a lot more gangster style. We had NWA, Ice T, guys like that. There comes, Chew. right? Then you had uh, your Jay Z and Nas, Wayne, your Drake, Cole's, Kendrick's, Crit, and then you got, and then now you have, and, and I'm not gonna down, I'm not gonna down it because I, I do listen to it. You got, you have your trap rappers. Which I, I have a few that I, I actually do listen to on a regular basis. Because I, I I've realized that you can you can do that trap style music and still be able to like straight go crazy rapping wise. JID does it a lot. But he's still good though. You oh know, yeah, like JID him. like he goes in. And I'm happy I got to see him in concert this year. I, that that probably between that one and the Earth Game concert, probably like two of the highlights of my uh, year. It was dope seeing them. Ari Lennox was dope too. Like all three concerts I went to this year were flat out amazing, and I, I don't regret a thing of going to them. And I saw NMS, and I got to see some uh, new dope artists that I listen to now. I mean. For one for the R. Linus concert, I'll probably wonder who Baby Rose is until the Revenge of the Dreamers album came out. And now it's already hip to her. And, I mean, look, look, shout out to Cole. And I know people like to hate on Cole and whatnot, but him putting out Revenge of the Dreamers really opened your eyes to how much more dope artists out there. This is gonna be a fun ass thing. Like one of the things I was gonna say was like I still think song of the year it, it did come Middle Child came out this year, right? Yeah. Okay, Middle Middle Child was because you know me, I'm picky about music. Yeah. I'm very picky. Especially when it comes to hip hop. Very there's certain things I can listen to. Like you put me on with Clear Soul Forces, that was dope. Oh yeah, Clear Soul Forces, very dope. Uh I need to put you on the uh uh, what's what the artist now? Which one to now? Okay. Now, uh, do you listen to uh, what's this? What the dog gonna do? Name is uh, once it comes to me, I'll let you know. Uh, Saba. Who? Saba? Yeah. Wait, no, I heard of Saba. That's a dude who's who featured in Angels. Which yeah, is you gotta check him more of his stuff. His stuff is dope too. I'm actually gonna send you some stuff after we get off of here for for Saba. I'm very, like I said, it's got to be, well, you got me on clear some forces, but still. But, like, the thing about it is that it's it's a, it's like a paradox, you know what I mean? You got to, it's got to be the right, the right thing in the right time, you know? I don't think that makes sense, but still. Yeah. It's going to be good, though. We'll see. I'm gonna yeah, see your desk too. Uh, that's really it for me. Yeah, I got nothing else. Want to go ahead and get the final thoughts? So we go ahead and um, close it out. Yeah, ready when you are, buddy. All right. So my final thoughts are uh, just expand your horizons on the music you listen to. Dog. Like, I listen to just about anything at this point. As long as it doesn't mess with my uh, mental, I'm good. Just don't be doing no demonic stuff. I, I turn you, I turn you off in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to Allen Iverson. How did I forget about this? Oh my goodness! 
You know, Bethel High School just named their gym the Allen Iverson Gym. Really? Yes. Just happens at night. This is we're recording Tuesday night, just so in case you're listening on another day. So yes, I, I'm j- I'm looking at the video now. He was actually there at Bethel. Wow. So big ups to uh. As we know here in the 757, big ups to Bubba Chuck. Please, please don't tell me you didn't know about that. About, uh, I'm not gonna, um, you're not gonna call him Bubba Chuck? I plead, I plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> Just call him Chuck. That was the name when he was playing here uh, in high school. He was uh he was a good quarterback too when he was playing uh in high school as well. For those who do not know, he played quarterback at Bethel High School. But you know, his height would have been made him another Kyler Murray. <laughs> but uh yeah, uh that's that's my final thoughts. Congratulations to Allen Iverson on uh such a great accomplishment. So, um, what else? You got anything else? No, that's it. My final thoughts are, can we please, if we're going to have award shows that say the best of the best, the best blank of the year, blank of the year, whatever, can you make sure it's actually that, you know what I mean? Like, it's actually song of the year because it's a good song or... It's album of the year because it's a good album. Like, you know what my album of the year is? Anthony? What's yours? You know what my album of the year? What's yours? My album of the year is Alter Bridge, Walk in the Sky. Mine is Welcome to Maryland by Earth Gang. Oh. Well, that's my album of the year, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Jesus is King was great. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was alright. Well, it was alright. It was good. Please wait. It was good. It was good. It was a. Uh, I wish it was longer. To be honest, I ain't gonna lie. I wish it was longer. You know, but what are you gonna do? Well, I'm just happy for Kanye in general. Oh yeah, and he's just, you know, he's he, need, he needs some more growing. He's doing this thing, and he's yeah. I think I had a conversation with somebody that said, like, they don't, not that they don't think, but it's like, it's like they don't know how to look at this. Like, it's a politics. I don't think so. I don't see this him doing this. There's one thing I know about Kanye. He doesn't he'll do things for publicity, but I think, I don't think he'll do things for publicity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's certain things he'll do and don't do. You know? Like when he when he said about George Bush, I don't think he did publicity. Oh no! You know, oh he said that on national television just to say it is made known out there. I don't think he did that. I think he did it because that's how he was feeling. You know, now he's a very book, open. He's an open book. I don't know how to judge that. He was drunk. Huh? 
he's an open book, and I've always I've always been told if somebody says something, don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you done? So, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to close the show on this. The Booty Warrior is uh, being released from jail. The Booty Warrior is being released from jail soon, so. Hide your butts. What? I like you. I want you. What now? The Booty Warrior is being released from jail, evidently. The Booty Warrior. Remember, I like you. And I want you. No, I know. He's being released from jail. No, but why? Because he served his time. Yeah, he served his time. What was he in jail for? I have no idea. I, I just know him for that. Okay. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get on out of here. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to end it off with such a, a weird, a weird note. But we're gonna get on out of here. Y'all have a great night.